Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Seattle unveils its plan to downgrade the police department. COVID strikes the St. Louis Cardinals. Singapore requires all visitors to wear electronic tags to slow the virus. Violators face severe penalties. Also ahead, Barack Obama is back and Joe Biden has him. But first, the Seattle City Council releasing its latest push to defund the police. The proposal will slash the force by 100 officers, including members of the SWAT team and the horse-mounted unit. Protesters say it's not enough. Demonstrators demanding the city cut the police budget by 50%. Latest surveys find just a third of Seattle residents back that plan. New polls says 82% of adults have significant concerns about sending the kids back to school. One in four say they plan on homeschooling their children. Three quarters of those asked do not believe Local districts or governors have adequate plans to enforce social distancing to protect students and teachers. Another outbreak of COVID threatening Major League Baseball. The latest cluster hitting the St. Louis Cardinals. Six people associated with the team testing positive, including three players. 18 athletes from the Miami Marlins caught COVID last week. Singapore. Passing new rules demanding all travelers wear electronic surveillance tags to track their movements. Visitors must activate the device upon arrival. The government gives it to them. The wristband contains a GPS and Bluetooth signal and will notify local cops if anyone goes outside the mandatory two-week quarantine. You cannot enter Singapore without being quarantined, no matter what your condition. There are now 53,000 cases of COVID in Singapore. Now, that country is notorious for severe penalties on crime. Violators who tamper with the devices or refuse to wear it will pay a $7,000 fine and, get this, spend six months in prison. The rules apply to both citizens and tourists. Once a person is done with self-isolation, the wristbands are returned to the government which apparently is not fooling around. In a moment, Barack Obama will be running the Biden campaign. Maybe. Right back with that. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Is Barack Obama getting ready to guide Joe Biden into the White House? The former president has been kind of quiet for three years. He's writing a book, but nobody knows when that's going to come out. 
but the silence may be changing. He delivered last week the eulogy at the funeral of Congressman John Lewis. And Barack Obama really let it fly. Here are a few quotes. Bull Connor, that's the terrible sheriff in Birmingham, Alabama during the 1960s. Bull Connor may be gone, but today we witness with our own eyes police officers kneeling on the necks of black Americans. George Wallace may be gone, but we witness our federal government sending agents to use tear gas and batons against peaceful demonstrators, unquote. Well, with all due respect, I don't think that's fair at all. I don't think invoking the names of racists Bull Connor and George Wallace to apply it today is anywhere near a responsible statement by a former president of the United States. And to demonize federal agents by saying they use tear gas and batons against peaceful demonstrators doesn't seem to me to be true. I mean, maybe it happened once or twice, but I'm not seeing that on a mass level. I guess he's talking about the Lafayette Park, President Trump going to the church thing, but batons? When did that happen? All right, here's another quote from the former president. There are those in power that are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting by closing polling locations and targeting minorities and students with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision, unquote. Again, I'm not seeing that. The states are in charge of how Americans vote for president. He says restrictive ID laws, Mr. Obama does. Well, that means you have to show an ID before you vote at the polling place. That's restrictive? You got to do that to buy cigarettes. See, all of this was designed, and again, this is at the funeral of Congressman Lewis, to stir up anti-Trump feeling and to promote Joe Biden. On July 23rd, Barack Obama wrote this on Twitter. I sat down with Joe Biden to talk about the most pressing issues of our time. He's exactly the leader we need right now, with the vision, the plans, and character to move America forward, unquote. Okay, that's fine. I don't have any problem with that statement. Barack Obama's a Democrat. He wants Joe Biden to win the presidency. But what we are going to see now, I believe, I could be wrong, is that Barack Obama will take the lead in trying to get Joe Biden elected. And that is pretty much unprecedented in recent presidential history. You very rarely see that. But I think we will see it with both Barack and Michelle Obama. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and join our Stand Up For Your Country campaign. It's very worthy. Check it out. In a moment, something you might not know. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late. 
you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. About 3 million people die each year in America. That grim statistic often includes a handful of celebrities. While the totality of a person's life is often celebrated once they're gone, sometimes it's their last words that live on. Here are the final statements of some very famous people. First, the founding father and president, John Adams. As he lay dying on July 4, 1826, exactly 50 years after signing the Declaration of Independence, He was thinking of his fellow patriot and longtime rival. Adam's final words were, Thomas Jefferson survives. But he had no way of knowing that Jefferson had actually died a few hours earlier on the same day, back in 1826. An incredible coincidence. Next, whiskey tycoon Jack Daniel. The distiller ultimately died from blood poisoning, which started as an infection in his toe. Daniel suffered the injury while trying to kick open his safe after forgetting the combination. Before his death, Jack Daniel had a fitting final request. One last drink, please. Hollywood star Humphrey Bogart, departing this world with a similar sentiment. Long life of drinking and smoking caught up with Bogey at the age of 57. His final words, quote, I should never have switched from scotch to martinis. Legendary comedian Groucho Marx couldn't help but end his life with a joke. Before the vaudeville star died from pneumonia at 86, he allegedly turned to his doctor and whispered, this is no way to live. Finally, Karl Marx, the father of communism, died in London on March 14th. 1883, from a severe case of bronchitis. He was 64. As he lay dying, Karl Marx became enraged at his housekeeper after she asked him if he had any final thoughts she should pass on to his colleagues. His response, quote, Go on, get out. Last words are for fools who haven't said enough, unquote. Groucho's last words were much better. Back after this. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. 
Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts. For coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.